0: Welcome back, this is Balloon Party, and it is 101 ESPN. Our presenting sponsor on this program is Munganas St. Louis Acura and Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, Tim McKernan Jackson Burkett with you, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen, the author of a new newsletter, Jackson. You better start subscribing. subscribing to Scoop Jackson, I guess? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. John Denton of MLB.com with us. Morning, John. Hey, Tim, how are you guys? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, trying to survive this weather and stay warm. Yeah, the next week is going to be, I saw there's a, a high of five and a low of minus six on Monday, Jackson, so i <laughs> might want to stay indoors for the, uh, the upcoming holiday. Uh, your uh, tweet yesterday led to uh, me subscribing to your newsletter, and then I posted a link to that on the TMA fan page on Facebook, and that certainly got people talking. And uh, the bottom line from your piece, John, and the newsletter, which you can subscribe to on MLB.com, is that while many Cardinal fans—and I do believe—I think a healthy percentage of Cardinal fans were hopeful, uh, perhaps maybe against their their logic, that the Cardinals were going to go out and sign or trade for another pitcher. Uh, in your conversation with Cardinal President Bill Dewitt III, uh, he made it clear that that was not something that was particularly likely. And he explained that the financial uncertainty surrounding the television situation is one of the main reasons for the Cardinals most likely taking what they have right now down to Jupiter, Florida in about a month. That was not met with a lot of positivity where I posted it. What was the response when you posted it?
1: Yeah, it's it's very similar, Tim. And, you know, the lead of my story said, you know, hey, this is not going to go over well, but here we go. And, you know, laid out laid out uh, um, Bill DeWitt III's comment. And, you know, I knew it wasn't going to go over well. But, you know, in their eyes, after they had all the arbitration numbers, all the raises that are coming to players, uh, maybe they make a, a bullpen addition, you know, a minor one, that, that payroll's going up. And they feel like, you know, hey, they're making a, a big push here with, you know, the uncertainty that's coming with the T V contract. You know, I I think the the, the ballies of money that the Cardinals are gonna receive is is firm for this year, but long term they're very worried about this. And you know, if you look at the deals that they've done, you know, they signed Sunny Grady a three year deal, uh, Lance Lynn one, one, one plus one, Cal Gibson one plus one. Yeah. They didn't commit to long term deals because You know, after 2024, they're really worried that, you know, maybe this TV money may dry up. So, you know, look what they've done. And that kind of lets you know that, you know, they were never really in on Yamamoto's. You know, know, they were never going 10 years on the guy. So uh, I knew it wouldn't be
0: greeted well, but it's kind of it is what it is. Yeah. So let's let's discuss this, because in a way, uh, I'm sure for a lot of people it was incredibly disappointing. Some might be angry, actually, I think maybe maybe their reaction but in a way, I'm glad it's now being discussed because it has been my theory for, I guess, about 15 months that this is something that is a material issue for this organization, perhaps, by the way, more so than many other organizations. That television money, the billion dollar deal they did with what was Fox Sports Midwest and is now Bally's. And of course, the bankruptcy and the issues that Bally's is having, hoping to get a deal done with Amazon. New York Post reporting yesterday that that has been rejected by baseball because of the streaming request in that deal from Amazon. They don't want to do it through Diamond Sports. They want to do it directly uh, with Amazon and take out the middleman understandably so it affects the cardinal payroll though it also affects the way fans are able to watch the games have you gotten any indication whatsoever from sources from conversations with members of the organization what the long-term hope slash strategy is for the television not just for fans accessing games john but also for how they can replace this potentially significant amount of revenue that will be lost
1: yeah, you know, they have a lot of very smart lawyers who are working on this. They're kind of leaning on Major League Baseball for guidance. Uh, Major League Baseball is is negotiating deals, and, you know, they kind of want to see where that comes out. Um, but this is something that's up in the air, and it's very scary to, to teams. You know, I, 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 that was a word that, that Bill DeWitt even mentioned to me, scary, because in the past they could always count on this big, huge chunk of money yeah. that was going to, you know, help them cover salaries and that sort of thing. And, you know, the certainty of that now is going away. And, you know, they, they just they don't want to be, be on the hook for these long term deals or, you know, they don't want to overextend themselves. I mean, we're all, you know, we're all businessmen. We don't want to overextend ourselves. We don't want to, you know, have money that we owe that we can't pay. If, you know, if you think something's going away, you've got to be a little safer. I know that's not what Cardinal fans want to hear. Uh, you know, I know this franchise puts three million butts in the seats every year, but you know they're they're just afraid of overextending themselves when
0: they're they're a certain revenue stream that they've counted on for years could be going away so the reaction you said of course was not positive the reaction when i posted your link not positive what kind of feedback in general have you gotten from fans on this offseason i made reference to cbs sports and uh the athletic giving grades of a c so far to the cardinal offseason what kind of feedback are you getting from your readers and your listeners john on this cardinal offseason to date
1: i mean jim they're upset because they you know they just went through the worst season in 33 years. Uh, they expected major changes. Uh, the Cardinals have made major changes. They just haven't made that that one big splash that fans are hoping for. You know, fans are hoping for Yamamoto or, or Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery. I mean, you got Sonny Gray, which was a great addition. After that, you know, the Cardinals just kind of, it seemed like maybe filled holes Uh, You know, Kyle Gibson still has a lot left in his arm. Lance Lynn still has a lot left in his arm. The trade that the Cardinals just made may have been their best move of the offseason. Getting Andrew Kittredge, a former all-star, a guy who is really good, for Richie Palacios, a guy who you got via just cash. You you got him in a trade for cash. That was a heck of a move by Mo. I think that kind of went under the radar you know, the Cardinal fans wanted, you know, they wanted the moon. They wanted them to go out and make sure that 71 and 91 didn't happen again. They didn't do that, but they have made this team better. And, you know, the the, the Cardinals brass are feeling like they, they've really upgraded this team. You know, Cardinal fan base are kind of like wait and see mode. So we'll see, you know, one of those two, which one of those two are more right. You know, is this a team that can go from worst to first and then on central or is it a team that is
0: not better than the Reds right now and, you know, may struggle to make the playoffs? The uh, the lines in Las Vegas have the Cardinals as second to the Cubs. Cubs minus Council haven't exactly had a huge offseason themselves. But at the same time, who in the National League Central has? Uh, if you're in the American League East or West or the National League East or West, it seems like you're playing a different kind of game in the off season. So because of that, the Cardinals' chance for success, I think, is higher just by the mere fact that they're in the National League Central, how do you analyze what has taken place this off season in the Central and where it leaves the Cardinals?
1: Yeah, Tim. Uh, you know, in my opinion, I think they're totally capable of winning the NL Central. Imagine being a Cub fan right now. There is no franchise in sports that does less with more than the Chicago Cubs. I mean, Cody Bellinger still sitting out there. Marcus Stroman still sitting out there. The Cubs have done zero all off season. I actually think the Reds might be better than the Cubs. Uh, you know, the Reds are a team that are coming. they got good young players. Uh, but I think the Cardinals can can win this division, you know. Just because they haven't spent now doesn't mean they won't spend at the deadline. I know fans don't want to always hear that. But I, I think the Cardinals will add at the deadline this year. I think they can win the division. But I, I don't think they're in the same class as the Phillies and the Dodgers and the Braves and and maybe even the Diamondbacks, you know, that's that's an upper tier. Uh that's, you know, if you want to compete with those guys, you need to go trade for Dylan Cease. You need to go sign Jordan Montgomery if you want to try to get into that elite category. But right now, what they've done this all season, they're going to be better. The pitching's going to be dramatically better. They're going to I think they can they'll win the NL Central.
0: But, uh, you know, you're you're just not in that upper tier right now. What do you think of the uh, signing of Kaim Bloom yesterday? That is uh, something that uh, caught the eyes of observers around baseball. And I wonder if he could be a long-term fixture and perhaps the heir to John Mzelek's throne. What are your assessments of uh, Bloom joining the organization?
1: Yeah, you know, I asked Mo yesterday because in last February when we're in Jupiter and, and Moselloch signed a two year extension, I he he mentioned that at some point the Cardinals are probably gonna have to start a succession program where somebody's has to, you know, start learning under the job and ready to take over. And I asked him if this was this situation. He said, No, 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 not yet. This is just a part time role. Uh but but, you know, this is something that they've been talking about doing uh since November. Uh, they like the fact that Bloom spent 15 years in a uh, small market in Tampa. They like that he then worked for a big market with the with the Red Sox. You know, the Cardinals, as we all know, were, they're a small market team with a big market payroll. Uh, so, you know, he's going to help out in various ways. If you look, three of the guys that they've added this offseason, Nick Robertson was a Red Sox. Uh, Kittredge was a guy who that Bloom drafted in Tampa Bay and then uh, Fernandez, kid that they, they plucked in the Rule 5 draft came from the Red Sox. So you can see the, the kind bloom influence already helping. And, you know, Mo said, hey, I would be an idiot if I didn't talk to him and, and find out what he knew about these players. So uh, you can see his influence already kind of taking shape on this club.
0: John Denton, he'll have a newsletter now, and uh, I subscribed to it yesterday. How can our listeners subscribe to it if they are interested in getting it, John?
1: Uh, You can just uh, Google for it or you can find it on my Twitter uh, and then you can, there's a link at the bottom, you click on it, you'll get it every week. Um,
0: i got to get on to you a little bit, Tim. We've had this newsletter for two years now. So. Oh, my goodness. The, you know, yesterday is the one that got me going. I saw that, and I go, oh, my goodness, here we go. Now Cardinal fans are going to be really irritated. I do think there were a large number of people who were thinking, okay, maybe there's still something going on. Maybe they'll be in the mix. I think Montgomery more so than Snell. And then when that came out yesterday, that was, uh, that was the, the snuffing of the hope for this offseason.
1: Sorry, sorry to be the bearer of bad news there, Tim.
0: Yeah, that was, that was the one that uh, ended it for a number of people. So uh, the Cardinals will not be in on Snell or Montgomery. And what they have is most likely what they will have when they arrive in Jupiter here in about a month. John, thank you so much for joining us as always. And we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for having me. Take care, Tim. Take it easy. That's Thanks, John Denton of MLB.com with us here on Balloon Party. Jackson, you have the Little piddles, half? Half and half. That's right. That's right. I got it, and I got it good. What do you, what do you got that's going to be so good? Curious where you are. Hmm. Super Wild Card Weekend, one game in particular, and how people will watch it. Oh, well, I already know where you're going. Yeah, by, uh, by tease, And there's some people who are mad as hornets about this. All right, yeah. I got it. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. That's coming up next. This is Balloon Party, driven by Manganas, St. Louis accurate and Manganas, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel.